హలో వెల్కమ్ టు అవర్ సర్జికల్ ఎడ్యుకేటర్ పాడ్కాస్ట్ ఐ యామ్ యువర్ హోస్ట్ ఆర్ మాస్టర్ ఆఫ్ సెరిమనీ ఫర్ దిస్ ఎపిసోడ్ టుడే వీ విల్ బీ డిస్కసింగ్ టూ ఆఫ్ ద కాసెస్ ఫర్ వెంట్రల్ హెనియా దట్స్ ఎపిగాసిక్ అండ్ అంబులికల్ హెనియాస్ వీ హ్యావ్ ప్రొఫెసర్ డాక్టర్ సెల్వరాజ్ విత్ అస్ టు ఆన్సర్ ఆల్ అవర్ క్వశ్చన్స్ వెల్కమ్ డాక్టర్ హలో ఎంసి గుడ్ మార్నింగ్ గుడ్ మార్నింగ్ డాక్టర్ వాట్ ఈస్ వెంట్రల్ హెనియా డాక్టర్ ఆల్ హెనియాస్ ఆఫ్ ద యాంటీరియర్ అబ్డామ్న వాల్ ఎక్సెప్ట్ గ్రాయిన్ హెనియాస్ ఆర్ కాల్డ్ వెంట్రల్ హెనియాస్ ఎపిగాస్టిక్ అంబులికల్ ఇన్సిషనల్ స్పైజీలియన్ అండ్ లంబర్ హెనియాస్ ఆర్ ఎగ్జాంపుల్స్ ఆఫ్ వెంట్రల్ హెనియాస్ what is an epigastri hernia an epigastri hernia is a type of abdominal wall hernia that occurs in the epigastric region of the abdomen which is the area between the belly button and bottom of the breastbone or umbilicus and diaphragm this type of hernia is relatively common and can occur both in men and women what causes an epigastric hernia doctor an epigastric hernia occurs when a small section of abdominal tissue pushes through a weakened area in the abdominal wall usually protrusion or herniation of extra peritoneal fat through a defect in the linea alba anywhere between the gyphoid process and the umbilicus usually midway between these two structures this can be due to variety of factors including old age genetics lifestyle factors such as smoking or obesity it is always an acquired problem and common in manual laborers and multiparous women what are the three different stages of the epigastric hernia doctor there are three different distinct stages of its development number 1 symptomless at the initial stage it is symptomless and often discovered by the patient himself as a swelling during washing his body the extra peritoneal fat is protruding through the defect in the linea alba and this is known as fatty hernia of linea alba number 2 painful swelling localized pain exactly at the site of hernia as the fatty content of the hernia is pressed by the tight margins of the gap in the linea alba to produce partial strangulation number 3 symptoms of peptic ulcer as stated above pain may also be due to associated peptic ulcer or gallstones what are the symptoms of an epigastric hernia doctor the most common symptom of an epigastric hernia is a small bulge or lump in the upper abdominal area which may be painful or tender to the touch some patients may also experience discomfort or a burning sensation 
in the affected area especially when lifting heavy weights or engaging in strenuous physical activity good how is an epigastrinia is diagnosed doctor an epigastrinia is typically diagnosed through a physical exam by a healthcare provider who will look for signs of a bulge or lump in the upper abdomen imaging tests such as an ultrasound or ct scan may also be used to confirm the diagnosis only in doubtful cases can an epigastrinia go away on its own no an epigastrinia will never go away on its own and it requires surgical intervention always to prevent complications such as strangulation which occurs when the tissue within the hernia becomes crepped and loses its blood supply what is the treatment for an epigastric hernia then the most common treatment for an epigastric hernia is surgical repair which involves the closure of the weakened area of the abdominal wall using a surgical mesh in some cases minimally invasive laparoscopic surgery may may be used to repair the hernia good what is the recovery time for epigastric hernia surgery recovery time after epigastric hernia surgery can vary depending on the individual patient and the type of surgery performed most patients can expect to resume normal activities within 2 to 4 weeks after surgery although heavy lifting and strenuous exercises should be avoided for several weeks are there any complication associated with epigastric hernia surgery doctor as with any surgical procedure there are risks associated with epigastric hernia surgery also which includes infection bleeding and damage to nearby uh, structures however serious complications are very rare and most patients experience a smooth recovery with very few complication thank you very much for answering questions on epigastric hernia doctor now let us discuss about umbilical hernia what causes an umbilical hernia an umbilical hernia occurs when a small section of abdominal tissue pushes through a weakened area in the abdominal wall around the belly button this can occur both in children as congenital lesion or in adults as acquired lesion in children it is because of either absence of the umbilical fascia that is the richards fascia or incomplete closure of the umbilical defect in children this incomplete closure is because of umbilical sepsis <coughs> in adults hernia does not protrude through the umbilical cicatrix it is a protrusion through the linea alba just above the umbilicus that is 
supraumbilical type or occasionally it can be below the umbilicus also which is known as infraumbilical that is why this adult hernia is called paraumbilical hernia good doctor very good what are the symptoms of an umbilical hernia the most common symptom of an umbilical hernia is a small bulge or lump in the area around the belly button or the umbilicus the bulge may become more pronounced when coughing straining or standing upright some patients may also experience discomfort or pain in the affected area how is an umbilical hernia diagnosed an umbilical hernia is typically diagnosed through a physical examination by a healthcare provider who will look for signs of a bulge or lump in the area around the belly button or umbilicus imaging tests such as an ultrasound or ct scan of the abdomen may also be used to confirm the diagnosis only in doubtful cases so how to differentiate between umbilical hernia from paraumbilical hernia doctor the abdominal contents usually bulge through the weak umbilical scar in case of umbilical hernia whereas paraumbilical hernia the herniation occurs through the linea alba above the umbilicus or rarely below the umbilicus also umbilical hernia is common in children whereas paraumbilical hernia is common in adult patient umbilicus is everted in umbilical hernia umbilicus becomes crescent shaped in paraumbilical hernia the entire fundus of the sac is covered by the umbilicus in umbilical hernia only half of the fundus is covered by the umbilicus and the remainder by the adjacent skin in case of paraumbilical hernia it is umbilical hernia is always congenital and very rarely it could be acquired also whereas paraumbilical hernia is always acquired ascites is an important precipitating factor for umbilical hernia whereas obesity and lax abdominal wall are factors for paraumbilical uh, hernia the neck of the sac is very wide in umbilical hernia and that is why obstruction and strangulation is very rare in umbilical hernia whereas the neck of the sac is very narrow in paraumbilical hernia and because of that both obstruction and strangulation are very common in paraumbilical hernia the umbilical hernia is a congenital uh, type so <coughs> the child can wait up to 3 years because there is a chance of spontaneous closure only if it persists even after 3 years generally we have to do some surgical intervention whereas paraumbilical hernia will never uh, i mean uh, uh, go for spontaneous closure and this always requires surgical intervention can an umbilical hernia go away on its own i told you just now in infants umbilical hernia may resolve on their own within the first few years of life maybe up to 3 years as the abdominal muscles strengthen 
however in adults umbilical hernia will not go away on their own and may require surgical treatment to prevent complications such as strangulation which occurs when the tissue within the hernia becomes trapped and loses its blood supply what is the treatment for an umbilical hernia for pediatric umbilical hernia we can wait up to 3 years during this time we have to do only conservative treatment or watchful waiting <coughs> and after even after that period if the hernia persists then only we have to do surgery whereas for adult para umbilical hernia surgical repair must be done in the past we were doing mayo's repair using double breasting closer technique but nowadays doing we are doing either open overlay mesh repair or laparoscopic ipom that is intraperitoneal onlay mesh repair very good doctor what is the recovery time for umbilical hernia surgery recovery time after umbilical hernia surgery can vary depending on the individual patient and the type of surgery performed most patient can expect to resume normal activities within 2 to 4 weeks after surgery although heavy weight lifting and strenuous exercises should be avoided for several weeks are there any complications associated with umbilical hernia surgery doctor as with any surgical procedure there are risks associated with umbilical hernia surgery also which includes infection bleeding and damage to nearby structures however serious complications are very rare and most patients experience a smooth recovery with few complications thank you dr selvaraj for answering all our questions thank you mc and see you in the next episode that concludes our podcast on epigastric and umbilical hernias we hope that this information has clarified this common type of hernias if you have <coughs> any further questions or concerns be sure to talk with your healthcare provider if you think that this surgical educator podcast is helpful to gain surgical knowledge kindly give your honest ratings and review in spotify or apple podcast sites and also subscribe to this channel thank you for listening and join us again for our next episode where we will be discussing the other two causes for ventral hernia namely incisional and spigelian hernias bye bye until we are going to meet you again in the next episode bye